Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Technical Talk Podcast. In this episode, we will be going over what happened Thursday night in Game 1 of the 2023 NBA Finals between the Miami Heat and Denver Nuggets, a game in which the Nuggets uh, would go on to win 104-93. to uh, So without further ado, we'll get you to the intro and then we'll get into our recap. Welcome back to Technical Talk. Thanks again for listening. You're out of your mind. There is no way that LeBron will ever be Jordan. Nobody will ever be Jordan, okay? Okay, LeBron's a better rebounder and passer. Will you let me finish? Can you, can you let me finish? Call me when LeBron has six championships. Is that your only argument? It's the only argument I need, Sean! All right, so to start, I'm going to run you through both teams' starting lineups. Um, for Denver, it was Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, and Michael Porter Jr. Um, that is Michael Malone's most used unit to this point in the playoffs, and it is their highest producing unit as well. So no surprise there for Denver. For Miami, uh, it was Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin, Bam Adebayo, Gabe Vincent, and Max Struess. So coming in, um, I had a couple of different things I was looking out for. You know, for Miami, we knew that Jokic was going to be a key point in their defensive game plan. I figured that they would make an effort to force others to make plays, so I was looking out to see how they would make it tough on not only him um, and his offensive uh, force and gravity, but also how they would make it tough on the players around him. As we know, uh, Nikola Jokic makes his teammates better. He's one of the best players, uh, in my opinion, in the NBA at doing so. So it would be very interesting for me to see the way that Miami uh, would approach this. You know, also for the Heat, um, who would be the one taking on the second scoring responsibility? I figured that Jimmy Butler would kind of take the reins on this, so we would look uh, for a second option for to him. Uh, excuse me. Um, and so for Miami, I kind of figured that it would be uh, Bam Adebayo, uh, especially in the absence of Tyler Hero, um, but. How would they, as a team, perform from the field as well um, to keep up with what we know now to be an elite Denver offense on the other end? Um, Moving into some of the expectations and things I'm looking out for for Denver, um, how would they choose to defend Jimmy Butler and uh, who would they deploy to defend Jimmy Butler um, as he has been the person that has put the most work in on the offensive uh, end of the floor, in my opinion, and in a lot of your opinions, most likely, uh, so far in the playoffs. So I figured it would be either Aaron Gordon or Michael Porter Jr. Um, out of that starting lineup. And finally, uh, whose scoring effort would prevail and who uh, was going to replace the portion of Nikola Jokic's scoring that I figured was going to be lost with Miami focusing so much on him. So those were just kind of some of the things that I was looking out for. Um, to answer the first one, I mean, and to really get into our game summary, uh, you know, Miami did deploy that double team, um, and they used a lot of fronting with Bam Adebayo to try to neutralize Nikola Jokic. It worked to neutralize his scoring, but overall, um, it just wasn't that good of an effort, in my opinion, from Miami. Uh, they, their rotations were lacking, uh, to a terrible extent overall. And there were just a lot of 
open guys. They left guys open in the corners. They left cutters open. They couldn't keep up with the cutters. And so, I mean, even though they limited Nicola's scoring, uh, he did have six assists in the first quarter. Um, moving on, you know, Denver figured out Miami was too small, uh, quite literally, um, especially with a matchup with Aaron Gordon, as they just absolutely exploited anybody early on that would guard him. Um, Gabe Vincent was the primary defender for a majority of the first quarter, and he was really no answer. Uh, Gordon would just back him down in the post or force his way past him or blow by him for a layup. Um, and he went six of eight from the floor exclusively in the paint, uh, and he had 12 points in the first quarter. Jeff Van Gundy uh, was making the case for Butler picking up Gordon and a lot about getting lost in mismatches in transition. And while I think that that is a valid point, uh, they do have Kevin Love on the bench, who is about six foot ten in relation to, or six foot nine, I believe, in relation to Aaron Gordon, six foot eight. So I just feel like, you know, there's no injury for Kevin Love. We didn't see Kevin Love at all. So I'm just kind of questioning um, the lack of personnel changes from Eric Spolstra. Um, you know, it, it might not seem great on paper. I get that. But, you know, trying something new is always helpful when your current option is getting bullied. Uh, Love didn't play at all. So I really don't know what happened there. Uh, Miami also just couldn't get comfortable offensively. Shots that they would normally hit uh, throughout these playoffs, you know, those mid-ranges, those open threes, um, they just didn't fall. You know, they ended the first quarter with uh, 34% from two and 25% from three. So that just kind of left us to see who would be the offensive force for them. I mean, it was Bam Adebayo, which was surprising to me how, you know, Jimmy Butler and others deferred to Bam. I get that he got a lot of high percentage looks, but it was just very curious to to see Jimmy Butler not take uh, a high shot volume, especially for a game in which, you know, they're to a lot of people, they're outnumbered on um, the offensive end. Uh, I understand that, you know, you, you feed the hot hand and Bam Adebayo was the hot hand. Um, and he was four for six from the field. You know, he had some really good mid-range shots, and he ended the first quarter with eight. Um, but, I mean, it was just surprising. Uh, that just compounded with the Heat struggling. Uh, they were five of 20 outside of Bam in that first quarter. I mean, that's only 25%. And Max Struess, who is, you know, supposed to be the three-point maker in that lineup, just went over four. It was just – it was terrible. Uh, I, I have no other way uh, to summarize that. <laughs> up for you. Uh, it was absolutely terrible performance from the, from the Miami Heat. Um, and it just continued in the second quarter. You know, Bam did continue to be a force for Miami, but Jimmy Butler was absolutely silent. He only took one shot in the period. Uh, I, I get it. Bam can facilitate as well. Uh, there's a lot of talk of him being a point center. That's, that's great. Um, but again, I just do not feel that to win a Larry O'Brien trophy – he is going to be their first number one option. That just cannot happen, especially going into game two. There was too much of that, in my opinion. You know, for Denver, uh, they were just in an offensive flow throughout the rest of the first half. Um, I mean, they just tore Miami apart. Again, they tried to double-team Jokic. Uh, it wouldn't work out well. Jokic would just pass into an assist or a hockey assist for a wide-open three to Bruce Brown for just cutters. It was just cutters galore. Miami just was not up for the challenge of defending a facilitator like Jokic, especially if you're going to try to neutralize it. You have to have your rotations down pat, and they just didn't 
didn't respond. There was no, there was really just no personnel change to be made for the rest of the game that could, could match them up. Um, I mean, when you go, I think they went, what did they go? 40% on the night. They went like 39 and 96 from the floor. Um, from three, they go 13 to 39. That's 33%. The Heat aren't going to win a game, especially being out-rebounded. When they're being out-rebounded, let's see, 43 to what? what's what, what was the Nuggets stat? I think like 43, even to 45. I mean, it's just, it, it just wasn't pretty. And so I feel like going into game two, if the Heat can't find a way to get the ball in the basket or at least try to get the ball in the basket a little better, I just see the same thing happening to them again. I mean, just referencing you back to how good Denver is against the Eastern Conference, um, I mean, they are first in the NBA in offensive rating. Um, they were second in assist percentage in the NBA. Um, and both of those things, they did very well. I was concerned a little bit about their free throw percentage, but they came in last night, and I, I can't recall what they went. Bear with me for just a second. I mean, they go 16 to 20 for 80%. So, I mean, that was concerning to me. They they out-rebounded the Heat. They didn't do well against the Eastern Conference in that either. Um, they kept the turnovers to a minimum, and they really just coasted. Um, for Again, for Miami, I would not do that double team to Nicole Jokic again. I think that the best way is going to be to force him to really do a majority of the scoring. And that means one-on-one work with Bam Adebayo. I get that there was that game. I get where he was exclusively in the paint. Um, I believe that was the February game uh, between the two uh, that Nicole Jokic almost exclusively uh, scored in the paint. Um, that was in our last episode, the series preview episode. But, you know, I... I Miami just did not look like they could do anything. And that's my fear for them that even though, you know, game two is going to get here and they're going to say, Hey, you have to get to four. There's a lot of talk about getting to four. And I understand that you can, you can say, Oh yeah, the other team has to win four games, but you know, you have to win one. And in my opinion, you know, you have to win game two. I, I don't, I can't foresee you going back to Miami and, and them not taking a game off of you at Kaseya. Um, and then you have to come right back up to altitude, uh, which, I mean, is another factor that I haven't even gotten into yet. Um, but I don't want to use that as an excuse because, I mean, come on. Like, you, it's basketball. There are ways to create shots at the rim. Altitude is not going to defer you from doing that. I understand that you're shooting terribly from three, so why keep shooting them? Why not put the ball on the floor? That should be the first thing. And Jimmy Butler can't have a night where he only shoots 14 shots again. That can't happen. He and Gabe Vincent are shooting the same amount of jump shots, same amount of shots. You cannot have that. That can't happen. In addition to them not being able to guard Nikola Jokic, in addition to Jamal Murray tearing them apart. I mean, Jamal Murray went what? What did he go from... 11 to 22 from the field. He had 26 points. Again, I mean, getting into supplemental scoring, this leads me into that. I mean, if we look, Highsmith, 18 for Miami, great. Lowry, 11. Vincent, 19. Adebayo, 26. Butler, 13. In relation to Denver, 
Look at this. Michael Porter Jr., 14. Aaron Gordon, 16. Nicole Jokic, 27. Jamal Murray, 26. Bruce Brown, 10. How many assists did they have on the night? You had Nicole Jokic with 14. You had Jamal Murray with 10. They had 29 assists. The Heat had 26 assists, but I mean, when we factor in the fact that Max Struess goes 0 for 9 from 3, that's 27 points worth of three-pointers. 27. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I really, I, I'm not going to clobber you over the head with statistics. I, I don't think that this was a game in which I have to do so. The ball just didn't go in. And and I I for the life of me, you know, I I sat there in the first quarter and I begged for Kevin Love for the first time in my in in this season that he has been a member of the Miami Heat. I I begged for Eric Spolster to put him in. In the first quarter. Cause I'm looking at guys I'm looking at Aaron Gordon legitimately destroy Gabe Vincent. And I get that I'm circling back to topics I've already talked about, but this is just some of the things that they're just in my head <laughs> they're like burnt into my memory from that game it, i don't care about the missed <sighs> i can't even say i don't care about the missed shots because the missed shots were arguably one of the biggest factors as to why they lost the game but i can't just magically snap my fingers and fix everything for them i mean i get the opportunity creation is still there and everything is still there but miami just didn't look like they could stand they took a punch they fell. They took another punch. They fell. And I I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how you dig yourself out of this. I, I don't know what you turn to. I guess now you, you, you do just sag off Nikola Jokic and, and just force everybody else to make plays. But what do you, who do you start with to answer the size? That's what I'm going to ask the same thing. Who, who do, who's going to guard Aaron Gordon this time? Okay, we match him up with Jimmy Butler. Okay, who's going to guard Jamal Murray? Who's taking Jamal Murray? You got to use Bam. So that leaves Vincent on Jamal Murray. Okay, pick and roll to death. Because we already saw the, the Miami Heat did not feel like going over screens in game one. They didn't fight through screens. They gave no challenge to screens. So, I mean, they're just mismatches all over the place. I'm not, I don't think Eric Spolster is going to start Kyle Lowry. I, 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 <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Max Struess again for the rest of this. He had no problem posting, posting the, the, to the Celtics after Game 7. He had no problem doing that. But when Finals Game 1 came, nope. But that, that's all I'm going to say. I, I got to wrap this up. I mean, this, this turned into just a rant session, and I'm sorry if this wasn't the episode that you were expecting. But, I mean, that game was just... There's that game was just exactly you know what that game was exactly what I thought it was going to be. The Nuggets are just the best team. That's the prime example of a team. And, and you know, maybe maybe I'm crazy. Maybe maybe I got to get yelled at for for giving them a Larry O'Brien trophy prematurely. But I mean, in game two, I think the Heat will come out and perform a lot better in game two. That's I, but I, I'm still I'm left too many questions and not enough answers. I think that there is a chance that, you know, Miami could snatch two games off of them. I'm not saying that it's just going to be a sweep. I won't say that it's going to be a sweep because this Miami team has shown when their backs are against the wall, they can do it. I'm just saying that as a team, they're 
they're at a disadvantage. They're not the most complete team anymore. And when a team averages 34 assists against you, and then they come out, and what? how many assists do they have? I'm sorry, I have to go back and look at this because this is important. They come back and they get 29 against you. I mean, as a team, you just have no chance as a team. And you're depending on a 26-point effort out of BAM every night. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get that every game. I guarantee you you're not going to get that. So now how many of these games can you sacrifice your three-point shooting percentage for? How many of these games can you sacrifice Jimmy Butler taking less than 20 shots from the fourth form? How many of these are you willing to take? Because game two can't be one of them. 2-0 going back home isn't one of them. I get you might get Tyler Hero before game two. There's a rumor going around that he's going to test out that hand. I don't think he'll come back until probably game three. So now we've eliminated however many points. This is, this is without him having any kind of formal practice. This is just him coming back. And I get that from a morale perspective, yeah, the Heat would probably like that. But there's no way he's coming right back off and scoring 20 points in a night. That, that's not happening. That, and then you're messing with your lineups again, and you're already unwilling to put Kevin Love, who might neutralize at least some of the – how many points did Aaron Gordon have Thursday? Give me one second to look at how many points Aaron Gordon had Thursday. 16. To limit the 16 points. To limit the first half. If you contain any part of that first half, you, you at least lessen your loss by five or three or at least something like that. But again, I mean, if we're going to leave Vincent on him, if we're not going to adjust and we're just going to let Jokic distribute all over the floor, I, I, I really do believe that this series is six games and we're out of here. Denver gets their first Larry O'Brien. But that's going to do it for me. Uh, again, I apologize for making this into a rant. There's just not a lot that I can do to, for competitive balance when you see a game like this. Games like this doesn't happen. I mean, just <laughs> – I mean, <laughs> you just – you got to do whatever you can to get over the altitude, man. If, if that's what we're going to say, it's going to be the altitude. Okay, walk an extra hour in your hotel room, get an extra shooter on. I, I don't know, but – that's going to do it for me. Enjoy game two, everyone. I'll see you back here for the post-game summary. Hopefully, it's a better post-game summary than this one was. Hopefully, it's a better recap than this, was a, this one was. But, yeah, um, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. <laughs>